Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. This is Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music, and I welcome you to this special spectacular Halloween edition of the African American Voice and Classical Music. I'm so delighted that after a summer hiatus, we're back in full effect with exciting interviews with celebrated artists in the arena of classical music. Today we are rejoined by our favorite guest of our show, Grammy Award-winning bass baritone Mark Stephen Dawes. Now, you may remember that Mr. Doss opened the I Choose Sing America series, which celebrates the contributions of African-American male performers in the firmament of classical music and opera. Today, we welcome Mr. Doss back with us to share with us about some exciting updates in his illustrious career. Good afternoon, Mr. Doss. Good afternoon, Patrick. Good to be here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you are here. And it's so ironic that we're here on... Halloween, and we're talking to one of our our favorite devils in the arena arena of opera. Could you maybe share with us about some of those devilish roles that you have portrayed? Well, uh, yeah, the last summer I was doing uh, Mephistopheles and Faust, uh, so that was the, uh, the most recent one. Uh, I had uh, a couple of the kids at Buchanan School in Hamilton. I was just uh, singing in the in Toronto area, and they they had little devils p- painted on their. Uh, Little posters welcoming to me to the school to talk to them, uh, but uh, and also I did uh, Mephistopheles the opera by uh, Boito. I was in Frankfurt uh, a few years ago. I have a recording CD uh, of that. Um, and working still on the um, Damnation of Faust. It's Berlioz, so that's uh, sort of the, the trio. You want to get the trio of devils in. Um, and uh, you know a lot of other devilish characters, uh, the villains and Hoffman. I'm co- it's coming up in 2013. I'm going in Tokyo, so I'm uh, looking forward to that. Uh, and you know other roles that can be sort of devilish, but uh, not necessarily called the devil. So uh, all preparation <laughs> for that. Good inspiration at Halloween for that. Wow. Now most people, uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to our last uh, conversation with. Uh, Mr. Dosh, you may may have missed the fact that he was going to consider having a career uh, in the priesthood, so it's very um, interesting that that he now plays a devil for the most part on stage and and was going to be a priest. Now, um, you also recently, I was um, delighted to hear the fact that you were recently um, fed it with a special award. Could you maybe speak about that award? Uh, yes, uh, I received the Planet Africa Award uh, for Entertainment. It uh, was just given to me in, in uh, Toronto uh, about uh, a week ago now. Uh, I was very, very excited about that, and I actually had the opportunity to perform for them as well. I think that was the uh, the original impetus was to, to get a performance in for the, uh, the ceremony, the awards ceremony. And uh, then they, they realized that they said, well, you know, we looked at all your achievements, and they said, we should actually be offering you, uh, giving you an award for this. And... Uh, that was quite quite a thrill. I says, but I mean, the, the the first thrill was being able to perform. The, that was it's always an award in itself, a prize. So I, I did a rendition of Old Man River, uh, sort of a, a synthesized orchestral synthesized for accompaniment, and uh, that was very exciting. It went off very well. Uh, they were asking about mics. Everyone was using microphones as well. I'm an opera singer. I don't think I really need a microphone. This is uh, Roy Thompson Hall in Toronto, which is a, a concert hall. It's a very uh, modern concert hall, but it's 
you know, nothing larger than any opera house I've sung in, and certainly without amplification, I thought, no, this shouldn't be a problem. So it, it went off quite well, even <laughs> with the sound oh, technician wow. thing. I've never, I don't know if I've heard anybody fill this hall before, and then afterwards he said, oh, yeah, you, you were fine. <laughs> that, that is quite an accomplishment. Now, do you by any chance remember any of the other awardees or any of the other areas that people were awarded other than uh, the entertainment award? Well, yeah, there were quite a few that were uh, given out. I mean, Nelson Mandela Humanitarian Award, uh, uh, Professional Excellence Award, uh, Planet Africa Development Award, uh, Academic Achievement Award, Science and Technology Award. I mean, there was an amazing group of people that were uh, receiving these awards, and I'm, I'm just in the midst of this thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, this is uh, overwhelming uh, just to be even close to these people. Uh, certainly it was a, an honor and a privilege. Um, but uh, I, you know, I'm just still just awestruck. I, I tried to thank as many people as possible in the acceptance speech, and I, you, know, you start running out of time, and the, the chime starts up, you know. <laughs> and uh, mm. first and foremost, saying being thankful to God, and just you know saying that uh, I don't know who it was that told me uh, maybe a good friend had given me that little card that said, you know, uh, what you are is uh, a gift that uh, God to you, and then you know what you become is what you, your gift to God, basically, you know that sense of developing all the talents and the gifts that you've been given. And so that that received some applause. I think they're very much into the sense that uh, you know, what they had uh, been uh, given was a great part of what they were. And so I was very, very, very inspired to be in the, in the midst of all these people. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that quote. Uh, I used to play, uh, I used to be the pianist for a Lutheran church, and upon my departure of leaving that church, one of the ladies in the congregation gave me a plaque with that very quote right. that you just mentioned. So that's that's very interesting. Um, I want to say to you, I've noticed uh, that you've been in the press quite a bit for your accomplishments, and you were just uh, featured in the National Post there in Toronto. What was the focus of that particular article? Well, the National Post uh, focused on all the different things I was actually dealing with. Uh, but uh, for, for the most part, I think it was just a, a totally encompassing of what I was doing with the opera company, Iphigenia uh, on I was singing the role of Toas, uh, the king of, of Taurus, and got into a lot of mythology, uh, Greek mythology, which... Uh, you know, I tried to give it in a nutshell even to, to the kids as I was talking to them. Our, our French diction uh, coach was saying, well, good luck with that if you try to do that in less than a couple of minutes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of it was dealing with that, certainly with um, other things that, you know, were going on in Toronto as with the outreach um, situations. And, uh, uh, yeah, the, the company itself, you know, hadn't been there for a while. Uh, and to us, uh, being this uh, look, uh you know, incredible Eugenio Torid, uh, amazing opera, uh, the music itself, just people learning it sometimes for the first time, have not heard it, it's not, you know, Butterfly, it's not, you know, the, the Aida, it's not Bohem, it's not, you know, the Carmen, it's something that uh, they haven't heard a lot, but you listen to it and you think, oh my gosh, this is so inspiring. So that that was a part of the I think, focus of most of the, uh, the interviews that I was having. Um, you know, I could say certain things about the difficulty of it because it was extremely difficult. It was like a low tenor part, basically, an aria that encompassed the stratosphere. And uh, I had to always get geared up for that and, um, you know, trying mm-hmm. different techniques. A very good conductor. We had uh, uh, Pablo Herras um, Carasoto, which was excellent. So, um, yeah, I don't know anything else uh, 
We'll have to reflect on it a bit, but uh, I was, <laughs> was taking up my time while I was there. Mm. Now, I, now I do know that you have definitely been doing a lot of uh, singing internationally. Particularly, you just finished uh, with Canadian Opera. What have you been doing um, on your downtime just to relax after all of this performing? Yeah, well, the down downtime is um, as much as relaxing as uh, I guess what. Uh, Stephen Covey would uh, call sharpening the saw, you know, seven habits of highly effective people. Uh, and it's a, a wonderful time to, to sharpen the saw because there's certain things that, especially an opera singer, to have the, uh, you know, all the arts, and you know, encompassing all the arts in this art form, to be able to go through some of the uh, the language stuff again, just to see if I can get my uh, biography, my little uh, blurb of, you know, who I am, where I am, what I've done in uh, French, Italian, German, and uh, even Spanish, uh, so that those are the speaking sort of languages I have, and uh, you know, to work a little bit more on the Russian repertoire, I have some uh, recital things coming up. So, uh, you know, that that brings that all together. Uh, literature of all kinds, just the uh, acting, whatnot. Uh, going through Laurence Olivier's book, Confessions of an Actor, here, and uh, then I look at the couple of books I have, Practical Handbook for the Actor, and. I mean, it goes on and on. I was uh, got <laughs> got some tap shoes uh, the other day. It was the wrong size. I sent back. But a nice tap instruction. I haven't done that in a long time. So uh, just to keep myself moving, some sort of uh, you know, gives an aerobic as well as a um, you know, advocation to something different that uh, I haven't actually done so much. I did some fencing while I was in uh, Santa Fe during the the run of the opera with the professional or one of the well teachers from the St. John's College there. Um, so uh, that was that was exhilarating. I got three sessions in with him. Uh and you know, anything and everything, anything that goes through the art form, uh I'm I'm working on. So uh, it's it's never a tire you know, it's 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 constantly, constantly uh, doing things. Uh and I think that's what you want to call downtime. It's a great time to to experience it. And, you know, that's very important. So if there are any young aspiring musicians out there, and even um, seasoned musicians who may have got content, you just heard it here. Really, there's no downtime if you're trying to be the best that you can be. It's always an opportunity for you to practice, learn a new language, learn another discipline. So that's a, a brilliant point there. Now, it's October. We're right here on Halloween, and then next month, of course, is Thanksgiving. But in essence, we're already here on the Christmas season, uh, choirs and soloists and all kinds of instrumental ensembles are basically preparing Christmas, Christmas music or holiday music right now. Tell us a little bit about the Sing It Yourself Messiah that you'll be featured in in Chicago. Right, at uh, Sing Along Messiah there in, uh, in Chicago, Harris Theater. It's a part of Millennium Park's uh, a new uh, complex, one of the uh, theaters in Millennium Park, uh, it was at uh, Lyric Opera Chicago and the uh, Civic uh, Opera House there for I think until 2006 or so. I I, I sang was yeah in 2005 and 2006 and uh, just uh, last year when I was able to get some more time and went back there. So it's 2010. I'll be coming up 2011. So um, the Harris Theater is really really nice uh, venue, uh, a little more intimate than Lyric Opera. You have certainly uh, your opera chorus of the um, the chorus of the of the piece, the oratorio, are the participants there outside. They're the the ones that you know have come into the audience. So at lyric, there's like three thousand or so seats, and so you break them down into sopranos, uh, 
basses, tenors, altos, and you've got about you know 750 or so of each of those voices out there blasting at you. Uh, that was an extreme <laughs> experience at uh, Lyric Opera. It goes down a little bit in this uh, venue. I think we have maybe under 2,000. So, you know, you have maybe 400 of each or so like that, uh, the parts. But it's still pretty uh, pretty uh, impressive to get that uh, that sound coming back at you. Stanley Sperber, uh, I've done the three that I've, I've done with him. He's the conductor. He's amazing as far as, you know, being able to relate to these, uh, uh, you know, singers, these uh, some amateur musicians, and just getting them to do uh, a fantastic job to stay with the music, and uh, and he's uh, inspiring to actually just sing the solos with. Uh, so, uh, and the musicians are you know very good to pick up sort of a orchestra, but uh, some of the best uh, I think musicians in in town I would think uh, I believe, and uh, certainly they do a very good job uh, with their playing. So it, it's uh, yeah it's an inspiring experience and. Um, you know, I, I got to do it, uh, say, last year. I went to an ABC uh, Chicago and did a little bit of a, a promo there. I did uh, just one of a hymn, uh, you know, Come All You Faithful, and I did uh, Why Do the Nations Rage as part of that. Uh, so it was a good uh, lead-in to the next uh, day. I think I had the performance the next day. And uh, people then could, could uh, you know, hook it in a little bit better, a little bit more. Uh, funding has sort of gone away as it... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we had Bank of America. They uh, are not sponsoring anymore, so they had to do some private uh, funding and ask, ask some of the participants, those uh, those chorus people, to uh, pay for their seats. And uh, and they and they have no had no problems. Uh, basically, it's it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of it. And you know, it's a tradition. Uh, if I had to do it, I was, I'm sure I would fork out some money and I've donated some money back for my fee even in past years. So that they can, uh, you know, continue and thrive. Uh, Messiah is such a, a wonderful work, and it's one that, uh, like you just mentioned, it's one full of tradition. People tradition traditionally uh, perform the work year after year, and you've certainly sung, uh, have sung the Messiah uh, several years for several years. What is what is it special about the Messiah that resonates with you when you repeat the work? Um, Oh well, you know, I mean, on and on and on, year yeah. year. Sure, I mean, well, it's it's, it's the words. Uh, certainly, it's the words. I, I um, you know, having been in the Catholic seminary, uh, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to thrive on words. But uh, for me, it was the word. Uh, uh, the seminary that I was in was sort of a modern seminary. I remember the chapel that we had was renovated the, the year before I, I arrived in the seminary, and uh, they had put it into the perspective, okay, statues out, basically, let's, let's put in what is the focus of this, which was the Word and, uh, and the, the Eucharist, the, the, the communion, the, the meal. So we're sharing a meal and we're, we're sharing the Word. And so when the, the words are there for me to um, you know, express, uh, just like in any situation where I have a, a possibility of a reading, but uh, to read with music uh, and to try to get that across to people, uh, you know, the trumpet shall sound. I have to do that uh, again to hear the words coming over and over again and do embellishments. I like to do the A, B, A section so that I repeat those words and know that those words mean something more the second time than the, you know, they did the first time. Uh, that sense of when I was in the seminary, I think maybe or one of the books that I picked up before or after is talking about the Our Father that it should be read as if it's the first time you're reading it, each time you're doing it. So that's, that is something, our Father, what in heaven, you know what I mean? And, and to, to hit those those nouns is in such a way that they really um, resonate with you and to maybe give that to somebody else, and sort of the Stanislavski method in some ways. He says, you know, you see the mountain, you see you see it in your eyes and you focus on it, and then the person watching you and looking into your eyes will have their own 
a vision of that, but you, you're the impetus, you're the you know the catalyst for that. And if you can give that to that person, other people, as my uh, conductor said, I uh, did the trumpet show sound. He says one of his friends came back to him afterwards and he says, you know, he sang that and I believed it. So that, that's mm. that's what I need to get then. That's need the action. That's wonderful. And just just to round up, I just want to let everyone know that if you're in the Chicago area, the Sing It Yourself Messiah will be performed on December 19th and December 20th at the Harris Theater. And I will post that information, those websites, up on my um, page so you can access it later. But just to round up and just to bring the interview for a close, Mr. Dawson, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and it's so glad to, to hear about your many accomplishments, and we're glad that you're doing some performing here in the United States. I do see where you're going to be performing with Opera uh, Tampa in April, on April 20th and the 22nd of 2012. Could you maybe give us maybe a sneak peek at that performance? All right. Well, uh, we're going to Aida, and uh, just to roll Amanazro, I, I did it to uh, Vienna State Opera. Uh, you know, that was a long time goal, sort of fulfilled. And uh, yeah, I'll be doing that in the company of Cheryl Milnes, who was uh, artistic advisor there. So uh, it'll be uh, quite an experience to uh, get that rendition. Um, done a number of uh, performances there now with Faust, and I did uh, a gala they had recently with uh, Domingo uh, in attendance. So uh, I'm looking forward to going back and bringing out the king of Ethiopia and talking about his uh, saving of his people. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us again, everyone. This has been Patrick D. McCoy the African-American voice and classical music. We want to thank our guest, bass baritone Mark Stephen Doss, for joining us today to share with us about his recent um, developments in his career. If you are in the Chicago area, I do encourage you to uh, go hear Mr. Doss at the Singing Yourself Messiah. Again, that is at the Harris Theater, and that will be December 19th and the 20th. And, uh, again, I will post the information on my page. Again, Mr. Doss, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And again, this has been Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice and classical music, and we do wish you a great Halloween. Thank you, Patrick. Take care. <laughs>